Recording. Hey, Hello. everyone. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> we got three hoes. Welcome back to Now That's What I Call Fucking. That's scary. Yeah, yes. MTS, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Chris. I'm Darius. And I'm not the only one who comes once a year. Ooh. What do you mean? That's hot. And today we're reviewing Santa Slay. Santa Slay. Slay, bitch. Santa Slay. The house down boot. Better fucking slay. Cat, slay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great film. You know. What was it about? Was that Goldberg? It was Bill Goldberg. And oh. he's a Who's former that? former professional wrestler slash in the NFL for the Atlanta Falcons football player. Um, yeah, I found this film originally because I used to be a huge wrestling fan. And he was a really big deal in the 90s. He, I think he had a streak of like 100 and I want to say 67 and 0. So he had this long undefeated streak from like 96 or so, or maybe it was 97 to the end of 98. Uh, he was finally beaten by Kevin Nash, and I was a fan of his as a kid. I wound up finding this film because he did an interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin, and he talked about meeting his wife on this set, which he does meet her. You can see the there's a scene where he's at a strip club, and he jumps up on this. Um, it's like this swing, giant swing that they have in the um, strip club, and he jumps up in between this lady's legs and. Apparently on set, she said, all right, well, do you want to buy me a drink? And he was like, okay. And they wound up getting married. So That's really cool. So I found uh, this movie. It's around Christmas time. It's technically horror, but I don't know. I'd consider it more horror comedy slash fantasy. Um, yeah. I'd, I mean, it's about what I expected it to be. That's what I would say about the film. What did you expect it to be, Chris? I expected... Kavino, thank you for asking. I expected it... Um, <laughs> Just to be rather goofy the whole time. Um, I thought Goldberg did a good job in his role. Um, I did like his outfit a lot. And it was it was a very non-serious horror comedy. And, um, yeah. So Santa apparently was evil. So he had to face... Wasn't it an angel he had to face like thousands of years ago in a curling match? Yeah, they the the... Grand, the grandson does a little exposition, expository explain, explanation with his grandpa about, you know, he opens up the, his grandpa's book and he reads like, oh yeah, an angel came and challenged Santa Claus to a game of curling. And he said, if I can get my rock closer or in the hole or whatever, or closer to the hole, then I win. If, if you do it, then you have my soul. And Santa lost. And that's why he became good for all those times. But now he's back for revenge. And, of course, they have to face off in a curling uh, competition yeah, at the end. that's the highest stakes ever. I mean, if this that's this film told me that it was it just screamed Canadian when Absolutely. the final battle was a curling match. Like, yeah, they what? take that really serious. There's a, there's a documentary about curling um, on Netflix. I think it's... I think the documentary series is uh, something about, like, losers or something, but, um, like, that's what it's called. I'm not calling them losers, but they talk about curling in Canada 
and um yeah i didn't realize how serious they take curling in canada it's kind of like american football here which Gavino loves but um this hell yeah yeah well, who's your favorite team um the um the squirrels That's, oh yeah the sacramento squirrels yeah. They're doing they're okay today. Year. Yeah, they did okay today. So that's good. I love the Buckeyes. Oh, yeah. Ohio the, State fan. That's oh, interesting. Geez. Um, um, not, not you, too. Uh, I'm going to try to... <laughs> I'm going to try to pronounce the city they actually filmed this in. It was in Alberta, Canada, but I believe it's Wetaskiwin. I think that's how mm. you pronounce it. Uh, I don't know. Sorry, wet a skiing if I'm ski win or whatever. We have <laughs> those wet fans who like you Sorry if I'm mispronouncing your uh, name. Oh, oh, hey, sorry. Hey, how could you do this, eh? So, sorry, wet us. Um, yeah. But what was the wet us? <laughs> David, what was the what was the city in the film called? It was like hell. City yeah, or Hell Township, something like that. Yeah. Um, apparently, I found on IMDb that then the people in this city, when they found out that was going to be the name, they said it was pretty accurate. So mm. they uh, they might have a good sense of humor about their city. What uh, else are they gonna do? Uh, what are you gonna stuck do? Challenge them to curling? Yeah, stuck inside for like ten months of the year. Um, y'all want to guess what the worldwide gross was? Six hundred eighty thousand. Ten million. It was about seven thousand. Really? Yeah. <gasps> seven thousand? Oh, that's devastating. <laughs> it's, no yeah. way. It could yeah. have been that I think low. it's that's, gotten it's that's what IMDB says. It actually says like six thousand nine hundred or something. Yeah. Um I think it's gained more popularity since it's since its release. It's one of those like cult movies almost. Well, there's um, only one way to go, but up if you're making seven grand that is on true. a box office. Jeez. Well, I found this. Uh, the guy that wrote and directed, his name is David Steinman, and he's actually been a, an assistant uh, on movies like The Red Dragon, Rush Hour 2, Family Man, Castaway, What Lies Beneath, Inspector Gadget, Meet the Deedles. Wow. So he's been, he and Brett Radner was usually the person he was an assistant to on those films that Brett Radner um, directed. So it kind of makes sense that Brett Radner was a producer on this film in that uh, regard. Okay. Um, there were a couple of actors here that I wanted to name. You have Robert Culp, who was in Everybody Loves Raymond. That's one of my childhood favorite TV shows. And Sal Rubinek, who was also in one of my favorite childhood TV shows called Frasier. And it was interesting to see both of them. And now also seeing Goldberg. So my childhood dreams have come true. Um, Sal Rubinek, the, the shop owner that had the little the candy cane go through his yeah, or whatever. He had the, uh, what is it called? The, it's I forgot for Hanukkah. Oh, the menorah. Yeah, Men- Santa Claus yeah, okay. like impales this Jewish shop owner, this butcher, uh, with a with a menorah so hard that his neck is being held, and his body's being suspended in midair with just the menorah going through his neck into a wall, um, and he's not really alive, but he's not quite dead until his you know the the worker comes in, 
and he slightly gets up, says a line, and then dies. <laughs> yeah, it was it was kind of ironic also that Bill Goldberg is Jewish. So there's that as well. So it's Fran Drescher. Is she really? Oh my! Who? I forgot. Oh, can we talk about the Fran Drescher? Can we talk about the opening scene, please? Yeah. My God! All right. It was so pretty intense. I remember watching this movie when I was in high school, and I, I rented it at Blockbuster, and I couldn't sit through it after the opening scene because all the characters that I was looking forward to, all the actors died. So it's a Christmas dinner. It's got some of the most, I don't know, it's an eclectic group of actors, but really famous actors, 90s actors. It's got Chris Kattan from SNL, Fran Drescher from The Nanny, fucking James Caan is in it, and then it's got two other bimbos. I don't really know who they were. Do you, did you guys recognize any of the other two? Women? Well, I think uh, Rebecca Gayhart uh what was her? How do you pronounce his last name? Gavino Fran Drescher. Drescher, yeah. Okay. Drescher. Drescher. Yeah. You don't know who she is. Of course, I know Fran. She's an icon. She's the moment. Yeah, yeah I know. I know Fran. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah. So the Slay. all those people are in Christmas dinner, and they're all really snarky to each other which is hilarious. Like, they all hate each other. Chris Kattan has this weird sexual tension with Fran Drescher, who I'm guessing is married to James Caan. I don't know why he's between James Caan and Fran Drescher. Maybe, or no, Fran Drescher's sitting next to him, but James Caan is at the front of the, the head of the table. Um, yeah, weird sexual tension is happening, and then there's spoiled brat women. James Caan is just the patriarch, but he's an asshole. Uh, and then there's an annoying ass dog who doesn't does gold does Santa kill the dog? Patriarch. What does he have? Yeah, destroy the patriarchy. So Santa Claus <laughs> comes in. It's it's Goldberg, and he just one by one starts murdering them all. Um, and at the end, he's got James Con. Uh, he like stabs two forks or knives or whatever in, into James Con's hands that are that are on the table, so he can't move. Kills his whole family, and then destroys him. And that's the that's the opening scene. <laughs> so I don't know. Chris and I kind of joked about having uh, thinking about how much those actors got paid compared to like the actual actors. Uh, maybe they got paid more. I don't know. But yeah, so that happened. Well, I'm I'm sure that was a good payday for them. I mean, I can't imagine they'd have to be there over just a couple of days. Yeah. So that's and does it ever explain why Santa comes to hell? He comes there to kill the grandpa, right? Yeah, because the grandpa is the angel, and so, so the time is up now. So those people that he killed, they're just in his way, or why did he go to that house? He just wanted to spread mayhem. Just it was an opening to a movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, it think, didn't really I mean, make much sense for what he did, but I guess like, hey, here you go. Here's some action. Yeah, all right. Sweet. Yeah. Well, the thing I like about this is there's so many serious Christmas movies that your family will probably try to force you to watch. That this one, especially being like, I don't know, about like an hour or 15 minutes, maybe. Oh, yeah. It's something that you could put on and have and kind of, you know, just as a goofy movie, which is what it is. It's not well, supposed to be anything more. That's the other thing, too, is there's a lot of things that they. I, I wish I would have written them down. Remember you and I were explaining, or we were kind of going back and forth about how we didn't really realize 
where like where the kids were going why they were doing certain things and we kind of figured that they just cut out a lot of the movie yeah for that reason because it didn't matter it literally the plot had did not matter yeah they randomly went to a school uh why did they get seconds why did they go to the school did they need an ice rink they didn't really explain it yeah they just went there and then maybe it was to get a book or something like that but they didn't really explain it. They just, and that's the problem with this movie a lot of the times is they just go places without really having a plan or having explained to us anything. But again, it's just an excuse for Goldberg to chase them down the street with his sleigh and to blow people up with his rocket launcher and shit like that. So it's like, okay, whatever. I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a, I'll assume they went to the high school because they needed an ice rink. But, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. They go to the yeah that that ice rink. So the angel, the the angel ends up being the grandfather, um, and who's what's the kid's name? Nicholas or something? Um. um let me see. Yeah, Nicholas. Yeah. yeah. He, and there's he Mary. That's with him. Mary. Uh, weird sexual tension at the beginning of the movie. I I like. It was weird until like the very end of the movie. I couldn't tell if they had like a like a like a platonic thing or if it was if it was actually sexual tension but then it you know wound up being like oh no she wants something serious and he's not really into that and then he has this weird freak out about like remember when she got him a present at the beginning of the movie the grandpa kind of cock locked and then left and then he just freaked out on her because her parents are like gun nuts or something. Yeah, this I don't think this is gonna last very long between the two of them. Yeah, it's um, so weird. It's like this really attractive girl got you a present. She's like in your house. She's very nice to your grandfather, and then you just kick her out, or you just totally change the mood by being like, "Oh, well, your parents like guns. You're weird." It's very strange. Yeah, that was it. It felt it felt a bit forced between them, but I mean, I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't paying attention to really what they were doing anyway. I was just kind of waiting for scenes with Goldberg. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. I mean, that's essentially what you're, what you're, what you paid for, right? What you paid the seven thousand dollars yeah. for over the the, the, the nation. Um, it's it's an amusement park ride movie. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, were there any favorite deaths that you guys had or that you saw or that you liked? I thought, I mean, that whole opening scene, I, I think was my favorite. That was yeah. probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. Yeah, it was, a pretty, it was a pretty good scene. I really liked when he goes to the strip club. Oh, um, yeah. I, does he just go there just to cause havoc or... I guess so, right? He well, was he, was, he was like... He was Satan, wasn't he? He was a demon, so yeah. he might have been just going to watch as well. Yeah, but then, and then he's um, killing all the sinners. So yeah. like, that's where I was confused. I'm like, I guess he he likes sin, but he also likes to kill. Like, the motives, I was trying to understand what his motives were, but it seemed like he was just doing random shit. Like, chaotic. It was just like chaos. Yeah, and then he saw Dave Thomas there, who was the pastor of the town. So he was, of course, full of shit, being in a strip club. Um, the actor that played him, well, I say, I say Dave Thomas because that's the actor that played him. He was also in Rat Race, which is mm-hmm. one of my favorite childhood movies as well. Great film. So, yes, hilarious yeah. film. And the actress, Emily, I want to try to get her name right as well, Emily D. 
is it Raven or Raven? Um, she was in the Hills Have Eyes remake from 2006, which is one of my favorite remakes in any yeah. horror genre. Yeah, I remember she did she did a good job in that one. She's uh, she was in a few other things that I saw her in, but I, I mean, with what she, what the actors were given, I think they did an okay job. I mean, they were literally just a vessel between scenes that Goldberg wasn't in. Yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, I think they did a decent enough job. Like when they were on the snowbo- snowmobiles and shit, that was pretty funny. Um, and the grandpa, the grandpa dies, but then it turns out the big twist is the grandpa is the angel that Gavino called it. Because mm-hmm. when Nicholas was telling the story to us while he was reading the book, the grand, the the animation, the claymation grandpa or the angel looked exactly like the grandpa. <laughs> So Gavino yeah. was like, so the grandpa's the angel, right? And we were like, I guess so. I don't know. I, I feel like that was like, they were supposed to kind, kind of, of gave it away. But yeah, it was a huge giveaway. Like, all right, uh, cool. And then they, they have a curling match in the high school hockey rink because this is fucking Canada. Um, mm-hmm. And um, the grandpa, what, he wins this time, but then Goldberg cheats or what? what I forget what happened. Yeah, I think he won, and then or, or didn't Goldberg mad, throw right? him? Yeah, like and he lost. almost fell in. Yeah, he got Goldberg lost, got mad, and then like threw him, and um, and then he was hanging on, and then somehow they got away, and the grandpa couldn't leave the high school for some reason as an angel. He couldn't leave the hockey rink because, you know, every yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. Canadian's heaven is a hockey rink, apparently. Absolutely. But he's just confined to that. Um, yeah, so they... And that's that, basically. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to... You know, it literally, the movie was just a, a bunch of random chaotic uh, shit happening. Oh, what about the... Is that my baby sister? Remember that oh, guy? yeah. what? Uh, they, there was this guy that was like... It, it was almost like they... I think they might have done the recording, like... In like post or something because like yeah. yeah and the way he just said that it just didn't go together at all this <laughs> is so weird he was just like uh, there's a at the end of the movie there's a bunch of skeet shooting people one of them is like a native american dude one of them is emily's or whatever her name is the love interest uh, uh brother and the other one is her dad right mm-hmm. and they're a bunch they're like a, a ski shooting kind of like on skis or in the snow, whatever the hell it is, that 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 biathlon kind of weird rifle and ski, whatever sport. Another, this thing is obsessed with winter game sports because it's freaking Canada. But anyway, uh, they're the Nicholas and Emily are like running. That's her name, right, Emily? I think. That's uh, that's name. the actress's name. Uh, sure. Hang on. Yeah, the actress who plays Mary. Emily. Yeah, Mary. Mary. Sorry, Nicholas and Mary. Are running away from Santa and their, their whole plan is to have the skeet shooting guys shoot at Santa Claus in the sleigh and die and it turns out that one of them is such a big gun that, that he has like a rocket launcher he shoots the rocket launcher and the reindeer guts and everything fly out the Middle East or the Native American guy is smoking a cigarette even though he has a little like hello like a little uh, robot thing um, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. But then, Chris, do you want to describe what happens at the very end while they're in the airport? 
Oh, right. Uh, Bill Goldberg's at the airport, or um, Santa. He's at the airport, and what? I don't even remember. I remember he. Remember, she was like, "Oh, like the hockey player? Is it? Is it uh, Shatan? Like oh, he's like, no, it's Satan. Yeah. She's like, she's like, okay, cool, no problem. Or no. Yeah. Yeah, something. Or she he had a bag Satan. with him. Yeah. So it's revealed that he didn't die. He's going somewhere else, like on vacation yeah. or some shit. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't remember. I just remember bits and pieces. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's fair. Um, it is a pretty ridiculous movie, um, but we had plenty of, uh, plenty of laughs and plenty of deaths. You know, it was for what it was, and I'm sure it was a low budget Canadian film. So for what it, what you had for it, it was pretty pretty decent i don't know yeah and i'm glad that kavino recommended it to us yeah that was a real um 100 right there kavino thank you never happened yeah all right do y'all recommend it and why or why not um, um you go for it okay hi i talk <laughs> yeah and um it depends on the person. If you like, uh, if you like something to make fun of, if you like something stupid, if you like, you know, like scary movie, um, sort of stuff. Yeah, go ahead and watch it. Um, if you don't, and you know, it's you're just not into stupid humor. Um, don't watch it. Or if you hate Christmas, don't watch it. Or if you hate Bill Goldberg, don't watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, so again, I, I tried to watch this movie in high school, and I, I just couldn't. It was too stupid for me. I loved the opening scene, but then the the acting and everything, I was just like, I don't have time for this. But watching it later, I can really appreciate other things about the movie that I, I couldn't have when I was younger. But I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's I, yeah, I highly recommend. If it's Christmas and you guys like making fun of shit... Um, it's a little to me these kinds of movies that are a a little like like wink wink to the camera I don't really like I don't I don't like it when they try to be funny Um, I like movies that try to like be the next Citizen Kane and just fail utterly oh yeah your Tommy Wiseau's your Neil Breen's yes I like to laugh I like to laugh at things not with things because you know, if, if I'm trying to laugh with things, I'll I'll make my own stuff, and then people can laugh at me. Like that's fine. But for what it was, it was fun. Um, Goldberg didn't say really anything until the last like half hour of the movie. He he was he was just a vessel for violence and stuff. He would pick people up and do wrestling moves. Um, I honestly think he only had two lines until like the the last ten fifteen minutes of the movie. But, you know, he did his job. It was great. But, yeah, I'd recommend it. He was really hot, too. So yeah, hot. definitely. Who, If they ever remade this movie, who would you want to see uh, replace Bill Goldberg in the remake? What actor or actress? Uh, John Cena. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Dave Bautista. Triple H. Um, no, I, don't, I really don't know. Um, some wrestler who's, like, like big time. Um, I'm going to go with Tilda Sweeten, and you'll see why in our next review. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> she it's can Swinton. do it. Swinton. She can do it. Tilda Swinton. 
Tilda right. Sweeney. All right. Well, my name is Chris. I'm Darius. And the composer of this movie also composed for The Ring and The Ring 2. Wow. Um, the makeup artist worked on Prom Night 2. And the composer also worked on Spanglish, um, oh. two of the Hellraiser movies, Blood Rain, and where was it? Where was oh, it? Mimic. Damn. All right. That's pretty good. I love Spanglish. Yeah. Slay. Bye, bitch. Slay, bitch. Bye-bye, Merry Xmas. Happy holidays. Merry Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. If you don't celebrate, hail Satan. Yeah, anyway, bye.